and welcome to Fake Movie Experts, the movie podcast that breaks down a movie franchise one movie at a time. We are currently doing the Sam Raimi Spider-Man franchise as we're on the last one for the Raimis, as we're going to be talking about Spider-Man 3. I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside there with Ricky Marcelli. So this is the memeiest of all movies like ever, right? Like there's so many fucking memes out of this movie. There's a lot. There's a lot. I almost Let's... thought the I almost thought like one was the memeiest. Nah, like, this one's dude, good. This... Three has so many memes. Yeah. It also had like you finally saw where that Franco meme came from, Keith. Because I just realized you'd never seen this movie before, so you didn't know it came from this movie. Oh, that's fun. Well, it's a meme series. I'll agree to it's a very meme series. <laughs> well, it's you know, all thankful to Toby Maguire's face, his beautiful, beautiful face. Yeah. <laughs> And let's not forget about the Thomas Hayden Church of the group. One, two, hell yeah, one. we're getting sideways in here, huh? <laughs> That's why he got reference. this role, to be honest. That's <laughs> how he got this role. Yeah, no, this this was uh, I I've seen like ten minutes of this movie like six years ago. Other than that, nothing. It was a quite. So you say you didn't watch it, it this time. Right. <laughs> he he just watched a different ten minutes. Yeah, I lied. I, 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 I watched yeah. some. Uh, I watched some like YouTube supercuts and just yeah. looked up memes. And I, you, I, I got the gist. <laughs> yeah, you watched you, uh, honest trailers, right? Yeah. And then he watched like Bully Maguire compilations over and over again. <laughs> yeah, just watch Toby Maguire play Yaz flute all night long. Watch this. and don't forget seductively eat cookies at his neighbor. That was awesome. I loved it. I, I loved it. <laughs> of, course, of course you did. All right. Spider-Man 3 came out May 4th, 2007. Runtime of two hours, 19 minutes, PG-13. Again, directed by one Sam Raimi. Again, stars Tobey Maguire, Houston Dunst, James Franco, Rosemary Harris, J.K. Simmons. Joining the group this time will be uh, Topher Grace. Thomas Hayden Church, Bryce Dallas Howard. Oh my God, that was Bryce Dallas Howard. You are correct. Of Jurassic World fame. Holy of fuck! Jurassic I did not. Fame. Did her face change from then till Jurassic? That did not look. You're like telling her. me Jurassic World Dominion superstar Bryce Dallas Howard is in this movie? Yes, she is Gwen Stacy. I, I I'm going to assume it's because of the blonde hair that the fact she's normally a redhead and you know we can't have two redheads in this franchise also keith i think you mean the famous from terminator salvation <laughs> no mostly it's from the Jurassic world dominion trailer when she holds her breath it goes underwater that's the best bryce dallas howard i feel like she's probably actually done some good things and we're picking on her she, worst work possible. I don't know, she, she might be good but i'm not was, aware of it a, a lore guy <laughs> What what? She she she's directed some of Mandalorian's best episodes. Is Bryce Dallas Howard a good actor, or is um, she just? I don't care if she followed some like Kathleen Kennedy storyboard. <laughs> All right, hang on. Here we go. Let's go through the uh, Bryce Dallas Howard uh, filmography here. This yeah, is not it. where I thought Spider Man Three was going to lead the us to. Right no, this is, this is important. This is important. This is, important. This is, the, this is the stuff that the experts want to hear. All right, she's an actress. Okay, here we go. We, she was in yeah. uh, Jurassic World. Yep, huge. 
Um, she was. She in, rides in a glass uh, ball. She was in the Lego Jurassic World video games. She was in Pete's Dragon. Um, she was in Twilight Saga. They made oh, a new Pete's okay, Dragon. Okay, that's big. When did they um, make Twilight Pete's Dragon? Oh, that was like that was very like I feel like that was very like twenty fourteen or something. You're close, Keith. Twenty sixteen. Okay. Um, she was in the uh, couple of the um, Twilights, and she was in Apollo thirteen. What the fuck? Wow. She was the she was the girl in the yellow dress. She was uncredited. Um, well, you know, because her father was the director of Apollo thirteen. So, oh, she's a oh, nepo, right? That would make yeah. sense. Oh, she was also in Lady in the Water. Yeah, was she the lady in the water? Um, maybe question mark. The answer is. I just remember some yes, like yes, she a is. fish in that movie. That's not right? that one. Oh. That's the other movie. Yeah, this is uh, she is oh, Lady in the Water. Yeah, Lady in the Water rocks. <laughs> it's a Shyamalan. Oh, then it probably sucks. <ucks> it is especially a Shyamalan. If Keith, especially if Keith liked it. Yeah. Well, it sounds like whenever Keith... Keith likes a Shyamalan, everyone else does not. Oh, she's the main. She's the main girl in the village, by the way, too. They have double Shyamalans. Double Shyamalans, and that's like actually considered a good Shyamalan, kind of. Yeah, it's not Pretty considered true. a bad Shyamalan. <laughs> yeah. Ah, but thank God, M Night Shyamalan never made a Last Airbender movie. That would be atrocious. Or that didn't that Will Smith one? Wasn't that a Shyamalan? It he was did after Earth. After Earth. After Earth. Is that yeah. the producer loves After Earth. No, she doesn't. No she one does. loves After Earth. <laughs> she's, she's lying. I will. I, you know, I will uh, I'll have her text. I'll have you. I'll have her text you that she likes it. We're gonna have she's to like, pull up her contract and make some adjustments to it. You like? She's about to do what I'm about to do Earth. for the next hour, talking about Spider Man Three. <laughs> okay. So, what did you guys think of? Uh, spider-man 3 and what is your history i know keith says he only watched 10 minutes of it so uh rick your history uh so i saw this movie originally i actually have a theater memory of it for once that's not joe you're channeling joe's powers <laughs> although i think joe was with me when we went to see this we saw was... it in the... nope were you not i don't know the weather of the day that he saw it no i i me and the producer was on our first date and we oh. did not go. Okay, I was to... with the rest of the group we hang out yes. in college with. Then, yep, that's a good first date. That's solid. I like that. No, they would. He I... didn't go to Spider Man Three, idiot. He went on a date oh. while the rest of us went to Spider Man. I misunderstood yeah. the story. No, the the story should have been we went to go watch Spider Man Three. Well, you see, first. Joe actually went to a jazz club and showed up yeah. someone else with the producer. Yeah, yeah. The producer I, I, was yeah, very upset up, yeah. about it. Too. Wait, you were playing. You were larping Spider Man Three. I was for Spider-Man 3 and we're on, on the date. Uh, but I remember vividly going to see this movie, being excited. And then me and my roommate at the time, maybe roommate at the time, eventually was my he, roommate he was. if he, he wasn't was. at this time. He was. Openly laughing in the theater, especially at like mainly Toby Maguire and uh, Eric Foreman, like through the whole movie and how terrible they were. And getting like, People were legitimately getting mad at us because we were laughing at this terrible movie in the theater. And like they were like, this is fucking a work of art. And yeah. Oh, man. And then this time. 
there's like 30 minutes of a good movie in here of like to the end of the first Spider-Man and Hobgoblin fight and then most of the end and then Jesus the middle is boring as fuck as we talk about Spider-Man and his goddamn relationship problems again uh i my recollection of this is i did not see it in theaters anyway like not even after uh just after you guys saw it like i never saw it like i honestly saw spider-man 3 for the first time i want to say like five or plus years after it even came out like it wasn't even on my like to-do list it's probably because we all came back from it and told you how yep. fucking garbage it was yep i went i went off that and then yeah i never really fought went and watched it and this is honestly maybe my second or third time watching this movie wait third second or third time this is my second. This is my second viewing of this. Yeah. I have not watched this since I watched this in theaters in what was it 2007? Yep. So I I want to say like it this honestly could be my second time. Like, I hope so. I don't know if I'll ever My opinion I imagine is a lot higher. We'll see if we go on, but I don't think there will be a second or third. <laughs> don't want to bury the lead there. <laughs> so what did you think of the goddamn movie? Oh, anyways. Yeah, Keith. Mr. 10 Minutes. It was ridiculous. It was like at its highs, it was like as good as bad good gets to me. Like, and at its lows, it was boring. And that was that was dumb. I thought the fighting sucked. And but like, man, when the like when the comedy was hitting, oof, I was flying. I was having a good time. Because I think I think this movie. Is Sam Raimi was confused, I think, making it. Is I think it's a comedy. This movie's a comedy. Yeah, but he wasn't trying to make a comedy. I think he was. No, well, he, I mean, he wasn't. He's openly said he regrets this movie and hates and wishes he would have gotten another shot. Oh, okay. I don't know. He was not trying to make some sort of funny bit off of this multi million dollar franchise. Well, the results were hilarious. And like when he's like dancing down the sidewalk and the cookie bit, like and the piano bit. I was like, I was like, R.O.F.L., man. Like, it was good. <laughs> I'm. You are so lucky we're fucking doing this over the internet, so I can't smack <laughs> you right now for what you just said. Yeah, well. Rufflecopter? You can get him later. <laughs> I'm going to show up to the golf. I can't actually go golfing at tomorrow, and I'm going to talk <laughs> hard in your ass. <laughs> oh, my handicap. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm handicapped. <laughs> and then Joe. That's just all hear... I'm gonna be hearing for the rest of the round. And then Keith, you'll, Joe's just gonna hear Keith yelling, "Why? Yeah. I'm handicapped, <laughs> physically and mentally, and everything above, and professionally, <laughs> and professionally." So, Rick, give us the plot to uh, Spider-Man Three. Joe, you're so blurry; it confuses me. Yeah, I'm trying to fix the camera. My my whole setup is just janky at this current moment. I think I think the the lore master rubbed Vaseline on his camera. I think that's what's going on right now. I well, think I think he might have glazed a bit early tonight. <laughs> no, my, it's my... like a so in for in um a new hope. That's how they did the land speeder effect. Was the they Vaseline. came on it? Yeah, they came on the camera lens and they just scrubbed it on the bottom like fifth of this of the 
lens and just drove a car. Why no, didn't they my, just my, use sweet green screen? My my whole uh, my whole my whole system is like I don't know what's happening, but like with my my with my microphone, I can like hit the wire, and, and you then, bust and you hit the and lens, then, and then my <laughs> AirPods go out and like it goes out of sync for some reason. <laughs> so then my microphone becomes the uh, like headphones and like speaker and microphone type thing. So I'm just gonna sit here and like don't touch anything and see if nothing, you know. So let's get into boys it. and girls, non-binary, and everyone in between. Ugh, everyone in between, please gather around for the reading of the plot to Spider-Man Three. Life cannot be going any better for one Peter Parker. Spider-Man is beloved by New York City. He's dating and about to propose to the girl of his dreams and Mary Jane, and he even gets his friend back after a duel leaves Harry without his short-term memory, forgetting everything that's happened between them. But. All that glory seems to be going to Peter's head and causes him to lose himself. Aided by a mysterious alien organism, Venom. Can Peter pull himself out of his melodramatic emo phase to save Mary Jane? Can Topher Grace convince us he's a good Venom? For the love of God, who chose that way to depict Venom Spider-Man? Find out all this and more in Spider-Man 3. Venom. Venom. So I just found a long... I'm not going to read it because I'm podcasting right now. But I just <clears> found oh, a, long good Reddit, to know. a long Reddit thread about is Spider-Man 3 supposed to be funny? Because <laughs> you know when you're looking for like factual evidence Reddit, as to what yeah. the director was trying to do, it's a fucking thread of fucking incels on Reddit. <laughs> Checks out. No, it's... To me, this movie feels like it lost its way on what it was trying to do. And the fact of it had the recipe of what they did with the first two in that way. And then, then the third one, as Keith, you text me when you're watching, so many zoom-ins on faces, like for <laughs> no reason. Um, You know, we get the whole, you know, Peter Parker's on top of the world because everyone loves him. And what can go wrong? Well, his ego. And then we're in this whole scenario. We get emo Peter with because of Venom. Um, but again, it's just you know one Not thing that emo, re- but like super horny emo. And like, I, it was super weird because the camera or like the shots couldn't decide if the women were like super weirded out by Peter Parker or super into him. Like, there'd be the cuts of them looking straight at him, and they looked disgusted, but then he'd walk by, and they'd turn around and look sexually aroused, and it made no sense editing-wise. What One thing that really grinds my gears about this movie is the yeah. idea that, hey, how, what can we do to, you know, we have Sandman. Thomas Hayden Church is going to be Sandman. Uh, what is this, What's his name in the... Flint, Flint Marco. The only reason the... One of the things about Flint Marco is funny is in the new No Way Home. You know, it's like, hey, Peter, it's me, Flint Marco. Why everybody else who shows up in that one has nothing. Like, they don't have to tell who they are, but for some reason, we had to for Flint Marco. But what grinds my gears is that we have Sandman, Flint Marco. He's a, a escaped prisoner charged for murder. And it, 
it turns out that he killed you know, to him, accidentally killed Uncle Ben. And it's like, really? We have to retcon one to get the villain in three? Don't they, like, pretty explicitly show that guy killing Uncle? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, well, he comes well, up no, to Uncle Ben and he puts it in his own head as to yeah. what happened. Yeah, we That's get true. we the we get the uh, assumption by Peter Parker and what happened, to Uncle Ben. But in this, we get the flashbacks of what really happened. It turns out that Flint Marco Sandman is the reason why you know he's killed him on accident. But it's like, do we really need to retcon it to get him into this movie? To be like super point, he was so like I loved Sandman the character and thought he was really cool, but he was so fucking pointless. He was literally just there to make the final fight a little bit harder for Spider-Man and to force a reason for Hobgoblin to come help Spider-Man. Yeah. Well, and I think they like, they recognize the success in one and two of having like charismatic bad guys. And Thomas Hayden Church is a pretty rad like character actor. He's pretty good at it. And so like his, his character was ridiculous and like him getting swallowed by the sand was a silly moment. So I think they were trying to capture some of that like, Doc Ock, like right, goblin, but to magic. actually accomplish that, you have to give people screen yes, time <laughs> instead of awkward like cuts as to how we get to where we are. And let's not like use Venom really at all. He's not going to talk to anyone apparently. The, we'll the only villain... get like a handful of shots of the of the Venom screaming mask. It's like, hey, the, it's the, considered one of the top villains in all of comic books. Let's hardly use him. It's the, just the, they just use him as goop. When I was kind of okay with that, I guess. It, like, it's just Venom goop. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, like for the villains are so like in this, you have three villains in the way. You have the Hobgoblin, James Franco. You have Thomas Hayden Church uh, uh, for Sandman. You have Venom, who takes over either Peter Parker. Or Brock for. But do they ever uh, use the word Venom? Nope. No, but and so like, I don't think like Venom almost like doesn't count. He's just like it's just like this neutral thing. Just it's a MacGuffin. It's like this like weird driving force. Well, so the, shouldn't it, like meteors or asteroids, whatever the fuck it is, when something actually hits Earth, striking in New York City have been bigger news? Yes. <laughs> um, but what I was gonna say is. You have the three villains, and you like you in the second to third act, you don't see Sandman at all. He's not the villain. He's like the villain in the second act is Peter Parker because he has the venom, venom, you know, goob on him to make him emo. And you don't see Sandman until uh Brock finds him in the alleyway. He's like, Hey man, I let's work together and let's stop Spider-Man. He's like, You got a plan. You yeah, lose, it's... you lose a uh, Sandman halfway through the movie. Don't forget that also Hobgoblin's out of the picture because he lost his short-term memory. So he had like an awkward half-hour period of like happy Harry. I found myself. So I found weird. myself. I loved Happy Harry. <laughs> it was so funny. It was just so stupid. Like it made no sense, like plot-wise or movie-wise, as to why we it, were doing this. He was cracked. Like, cracked me up with like how sweet he was. It was so funny. It's that meta thing they were doing of like, you know, I found myself. I'm whole again type thing. And I feel like I've been gone forever. And it's like, what? <laughs> but what's crazy to me is I know we, you know, James Franco has not been great in these movies. 
It's crazy to me that he's filming Pineapple Express at the same time as this one. So he's doing two movies at the same nice. time. And that's funny. I will say of the three, this was Franco's best movie. Like he seemed like he'd finally started to find his footing as an actor. Apparently always a great day douchebag though. Even at this <laughs> yeah, point. Well, he, um, like he had more to do in this. He was he wasn't just a bratty rich kid the whole time. In you one and two, he was just like a bratty rich kid and it was just like he, moped. Well, yeah, and then he was Hey, he had good pie. Remember that that meme is for how was the pie? Oh, and also before we get too far away, I'm not gonna totally claim to be right, but I found a Sam Raimi quote. Well, we meant it to be funny, actually. It was Peter Parker's version, this lame kid, of what it must be like to be his evil self. But he's so whipped, he's so out of it, his take on it. And it didn't go over well with the audience, but that's what we were trying to do. I'm not surprised that people I'm glad people find it funny. We wanted it to be fun. He wanted it to be fun, not funny. That's you said different. That funny. But well, like, that's also fucking stupid because it's also why I don't really like the Venom films. Is because like that's not what Venom is. He's goop. Goop's funny. Um, <laughs> that's an idiotic take, but okay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> because there was supposed to be, um. Three, four, and five. I mean, sorry, four, five, and six. Yikes! Like with Ram, <laughs> with with Raimi, like that was the no idea more Toby. Because, <laughs> because well, I mean, you think about the ending of this movie, like it's set up to continue. Like yeah. he didn't yeah. fix things with Mary Jane. There was no like climactic ending to this film because the like... future. Because he wanted to fix the mess up. He wanted to try to do, you know, a more a sequel to fix the situation. Um, it's, what, did, did people really want like a hundred, three hundred more minutes total of like Tobey Maguire making dumb faces? You're really, really <laughs> underselling how popular the Spider Man films were before the third one. Spider Man, okay, after was the, I mean, huge. <laughs> I may have not seen it, but I knew what happened. The reason why <laughs> the franchise ended was because of how poor this movie did, yeah, yeah. according like, to ratings and critics. Through like, one and two, this thing was like, yeah. It's why we have the MCU now oh, is because yeah. of how big yeah. Spider-Man got. Uh, they they were going to do a fourth and fifth movie, and they were going to film at the same time. That was the idea, and then have a sixth one. But because of how poorly this movie did, they scrapped all that. But they wanted because they wanted they had Doctor Kurt Con- Connors. So they were going to explore him as the lizard, and um, John Malkovich was in negotiations to play the Vulture. That'd be so weird though, because like you'd go from the biggest bads to like the B tier bads, and that'd be such a weird way to go about it. Mm -hmm. Like at least with the newest Spider-Man in the MCU, like we've only done like B tier bads in his movies. Mm -hmm. So there's like bigger bads to get. Although now you can't really use the bigger bads because you used alternate. Well, you can. Well, here's the thing: you can still use what bigger bads are people, but well, Doc Ock and Green Goblin are his. You know, yeah, yeah, they're his biggest of bads. The biggest, Mm -hmm. but you can because think about um, Spider Verse. You have the female version of a Doc Ock, so you could do an alternate version of a Doc Ock or a yeah, but like, but wait, what spider? You put them in. I don't know. It's weird because now you've already put the. 
like the good ones much, in, like yeah. almost S tier. Yeah. Not just like villains in general in the comics, but also their portrayals. Like it's gonna be super hard, especially now that you've referenced them in your movies, so that mm-hmm. they're canon somewhere in the universe. Dude, a hundred bucks. Uh uh they they would come back um uh real realium realum would probably come back and if they're like hey <laughs> do you want to do your stunts again he'd be like yeah 100 i'll do my yeah. you want to put your fat dick on stage and act like green goblin again he'd be like yeah have a massive dong oh yeah. what was it did I, I hope there's a story where what's like like the black panther 2 guy that had like cg his dong down in the oh. shot yeah they, <laughs> no. they they kenned him and technically, yeah. they've already set up some version of Green Goblin Hobgoblin because the dude in the chair, Ned, is technically a Hobgoblin variant. Isn't yeah. Spider Man done for like a long time? No, Spider Man 4 isn't. Um, I think they just announced pre development, didn't they? They stopped writing because of the, the strike that there's going on. Four years from now, maybe. Spider Man 4 is happening. It's just they're on with the strike, they're not, you know. They're not I think who knows what the. Like, what does the superhero landscape look like in four years and when they wouldn't want to do Spider-Man again? Or three years? I mean, Keith, I think you're really underestimating how far out they have the MCU planned. Yeah. They have it out yeah. for like another, like, ten years, dude. Fantastic Four, Blade, and that's in, like, three years. Well, I mean, Blade's supposed to be, like, this year. No. Next no. year. I think, no. It's, like, 2025, I think. Because it's also, they're like, still, they're even still though writing. the movies haven't been, like, top-tier Marvel movies, they're still fucking raking in money. They always will. That's like true. Quantumania almost made half a billion. Fucking uh, <laughs> Guardians made three quarters of a billion. And that was in its like first week. Like, so like these movies just they rake in money. They're not going <laughs> to stop doing what. And I mean, they have like an elaborate plan. I think we're kind of just in the new phase one. Because remember, it's not like phase one kicked off super hot. Like it takes a while to reestablish yeah. all the new characters. Uh, Guardians at this current moment is a quarter uh million away. Yeah, last Sorry, I checked, it was seven hundred and fifty mil. Is it? Yeah, seven hundred fifty mil right now. That they just need that to hit a billion. So, um, but yeah, this is one of those movies that now all the memes are coming out. Like the, I had to make the noise too when Eddie Brock is taking the photos of Spider Man in the new black suit, and he. Spider webs the camera and says like later chump and then jumps into the tunnel and here you know in my head in my head I farted and I was like but this is like it's, it's like the thing of you know Peter has he he is having his way it's you know he's on top of the world right now he's you know has the has the girlfriend has the perfect job it's he can he can find ways to split his life into you know and then one day his ego gets ahead of him and he kisses uh gwen stacy and dude legitimately that was a pretty like douchey fucking thing to do to oh, fucking he, he, make like, out with mouth kissed her <laughs> like with his lap so like it's not just like a random chick too it's his lab partner that he's never talked to his like <laughs> deep partner with but she knows all about Mary Jane. It's like, dude, you're not a good person. Like, Why even like Kiss before Venom fans. gets to you, you're kind yeah. of shitty. Yeah, and it's just, you know, 
And then I get, uh, I love Bruce Campbell. I thought, I thought that scene was funny of him. Like, you know, keep, Oh, just give me the signal. And then like, Oh, signal. no, funny. no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, that's the signal. No, 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 no. Dude. If anything, I thought Mary Jane was being far too forgiving. And like, cause it seemed like it was a couple days or so from like that event to when they were doing like the ring proposal thing. Oh, I remember that. That could have been so, like who knows? I thought that, was, that within, was. I thought that was within a day, like within. But a even day. then, like, how is it not like an insta? Like, no, nah, dude, we're fucking done. Yeah, and like, he kept on cracking me up, just carrying that ring everywhere and always losing it. <laughs> like, yeah, is, it's like the, that's the, the it's, hangover yeah. joke. It's my grandma's Holocaust ring. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's it's in within the first, like within a couple days of. You know, that's just like she just like goes to this dinner and she's like, oh, yeah, it's totally fine. You know, you're being a pompous jackass. I just lost my job, but I'm not. They had a weird relationship. Like she's not telling him about the fact that she just got fired. He's openly mouth kissing women in front of her. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Shoving his tongue down. And then her her, her and. uh her and Harry are doing the twist, making omelets in the kitchen. That was that sweet. That scene was fucking weird. Come on, babe. Do the <laughs> twist. One you thing really one... wanted to pump music into this fucking movie. Yeah. One, one of the scenes that I just like wrapped Hold on, I have a really up. good idea. Instead of like some... No, this is important. This is, is instead it? of like, a, whatever, like the, the twist or some like classic rock song, they should have played... Spider-Man one or two music, some like silly butt rocks, some like dashboard confessional, or like Seether or Twelve Stones or something, or saliva. But then like, they couldn't and, do the twist. Yeah, but they would have done the twist to some like Limp Bizkit song or something. Would have been really funny. And fitting. Would have been fitting. <laughs> the movie's very douchey. <laughs> hey, I'm just spitballing here. You know, you throw some spaghetti against the wall, sometimes some noodle stick. <laughs> I think you're being pretty douchey. <clears throat> wow. Um <laughs> just trying to spitballing. Yeah, maybe some plays, a couple out, plays there. out there, yeah. champ. Yeah. Don't yeah. anchorman line me. Yeah, it's science. <laughs> this podcast is hopefully a little better than Anchorman references. <laughs> no, it? it's not. You just nope. said that they should be doing the twist of fucking Limp Biscuit. Yeah. That's better than someone saying it's science. <laughs> Keith, you real really play into being a South Park fan sometimes. Yes, you do, there, champ. Uh one scene I didn't hate was the twenty minute uh scene of Sandman becoming sand, dude. The fucking Uber zoom in to like him down to a genetic level and like it exploding into sand was so ridiculous. And then they him did their damn best. It was. Oh, hang was on, hang funny. on, hang on, Keith, hang on, Keith. Yeah, okay, now you can talk. You know this is important. So, spaghetti. <laughs> it's science. We're, we're all just hucking science at the wall, hoping some spaghetti comes out. Oh no, no, I didn't. I hate. The, I hated that scene. It's just forever. By the way, sixty percent of the time it works. <laughs> Every time. Uh, it's sixty percent of the cringe. It cringes every time. 
<laughs> no, I don't know. But anyways, they have this like they were trying to make us take this like Sandman seriously. It was so funny. Yeah, <laughs> I'm here. To, I just I didn't do it. I want to. I want. I this... wanted to get my my daughter uh, a life or something. And yeah. Keith, he's super intimidating unless he gets wet. Yeah. Yeah. And then the scene when it, it's so like bad comic book e where like he like tries to like appeal to his wife and kid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like so that was. He he's splitting bread or something, and he's just yeah. like, <laughs> "Get out of here!" Pants. Yeah, like ripping bread in half, and get out we of here. You're not it, like, we what? really have to show how poor they are because they live near the fucking subway, and it rattles their apartment. Yeah, we have to we have to humanize our villains, and and don't forget, like, there's no scene quite fucking together than a mom and dad who are estranged arguing as a child comes out of their room to be. To make everything that much more awkward. Yeah, and I won't lie. The photo that he has in his little uh, necklace uh, of his daughter, I'm like, that's a boy. Like that's not, and that's not a photo of the daughter. That's just a boy. Like that's someone. And it was like a, it's his a, other child that died. Yeah. It was yeah. like his other child from 1913. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who fuck carries a locket around even in <laughs> 2007? Um, what is it? Uh, Thomas Hayden Church got this role because of. Keith's favorite movie, Sideways. Uh, I was, I was, I thought it was going to be because of Wings. Nah, I wish. Topher, uh, Topher Grace left that '70s show. He was leaving anyway, and he, to star in this movie. Um, nice. To be fair, those last seasons of that '70s show were actually probably worse than yeah. Spider-Man Three, so it, it was a good call. It was a good call. Also, I mean, who wouldn't want to get away from Danny Masterson? Apparently, Topher Grace <laughs> should find better people to do work with. <laughs> Uh, the jazz bar scene took two weeks to film. And is there, is there that was such a good use thing? of resources? <laughs> and there, there, and there is a jazz bar like there, that's real, right? Or we're just a jazz, yeah, like... especially in New York, there's tons of jazz bars. Okay, well, there's like the famous uh Jeff Goldblum place, and that's in, L- in LA, but that's kind of a jazz place. He's I wish we lived sophisticated places that we could go to a fucking jazz bar. I don't want a Although... jazz bar. Dude, going Keith out. wants a butt rock bar. Yes, give me okay, any bar. Give me a uh, Nickelback bar. Going out just sounds awful now. Fucking, I'm old and things cost too much money. I'll fucking drink my cheap beer at home or at our local golf course for two dollars. <laughs> no, we're uh, Keith will do do a Nickelback bar and and all you do is all right. when you sing it's just karaoke. The, the stools we're fucking, will have we're fucking on. railing on him for that. I would fucking go to a nickelback bar. I, that place I would, would too. I'm not ragging on him at all. I'm just saying I would do it too. I'm just saying, Keith, you buy those nickelback tickets. I'm fucking going. They hand you chains for your wallet when you walk in. Mm, I don't think that's butt rock. No, no, no. The chains are connected to the waiter, like the waiters or waitresses, like the where well, they bring the drinks and food on. Okay, okay. They hand you goatees to tape onto your face. Mm, yes, that. Yep. <laughs> they it's ask like the, you if you like, want a white or black um, tank top to put on. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, I like the goatees because it could be like the Buffalo Wild Wings crowns. <laughs> you know, just <laughs> a little rubber band. Go, rubber yeah, band. put a rubber band around. Yeah, there you go. I feel like we serve a lot of like mozzarella sticks at this establishment. And and you got to say yeah. <laughs> Whenever he gets and on. and and Fast and Furious is always on, so yeah, it's like every 
food item has a sh- like do you want your arms wide open chicken tenders <laughs> arms wide open face sandwich <laughs> there it is where is it um do you want a- your nookie cookie for dessert that's funny that's good in total this film took two years and ten months to make that's ridiculous and for no reason. I mean, I guess the CG in it probably could have taken a while. That doesn't mean they're actually shooting for that long. Uh, what is it? Uh, James Franco said that he had to go back and do reshoots pr- just prior to the release because test audience felt that there was not enough action in this film. So I'm assuming the very first scene was like, yikes, there's, really any action. In this movie. There's a cut that there's less action. We go yes. like an hour and a half in the middle of this thing where the most action is fucking Spider-Man dancing around a jazz bar. Uh, don't forget the subway scene, you know? That's all I got. Oh, that was pretty dope when he shoved his face against the train, though. That was good. That was cool. So do you Why think... Why is it over, man? It seemed like, well, it didn't kill him. It still seemed like Sandman like got hurt a lot. Like, he still felt like he was feeling all of those things. Yeah. Yeah, he's a bad sort of superhero or supervillain where it's like they try to make him like Joe brought it up earlier. They try to make him relatable, and that's annoying. And bad guys sometimes, like unless it's done well, like that's really really annoying. I love the like the humanizing part is like, oh, you know, I was trying to rob your uncle, and then my buddy ran up, and I just fucking I gut shot your uncle, blasted, died. Like (laughs) I'm startled. I didn't mean to, but I fucking gut shot your uncle. I was just trying to save my girl. It's why, like, we, we brought up Guardians earlier. It's why I'm like, Guardians 3 has one of like, my favorite supervillains we've seen in superhero movies, because there's nothing redeemable about him. No, he's just a fucking bad person. And yes, I like it is. when the bad guy, like, it's okay, like, it's okay to kill the, what's his name in Guardians 3? Um, the something higher element or whatever. Higher... You uh it's higher something. I yeah, it's not the it's high like, curator, is it? It's like no. it feels okay to kill him. <laughs> no, if anything, it was like good. He fucking abused animals. Like fuck that guy. Yeah. He literally nuked a planet. We watched that happen. The, yes, the high like, evolutionary. Damn it! Yeah, thanks. It. Yeah, like Sandman's just some asshole. Yeah. Hey man, like shot I said, someone's like I uncle said and just keeps trying to like steal. Like instead of just getting a job, just keeps trying to like steal. Again, the the like I said before, the the Durnford Guardians three, the best thing I've seen is the meme of Liam Neeson from Taken, like I will find you and I will kill you. What your thoughts were about the high evolutionary. Um But yeah, we get you know in this we get the poorly CGI black Spider Man suit until they like show him wearing a real one. When he's like, yeah, was when, he, when you first see him, it's like, where am I? What am I doing? It's oh, like, yeah. What? Like, and like, you... Black Spider-Man is such a cool, like, that's an epic thing in Spider-Man. Like, it's one of, like, the high moments of the comic was the introduction of Venom in the Black Spider-Man costume. And, like, the whole point of him turning into Black Spider-Man is that, and as Dr. Connor says... It's supposed to make him uber aggressive, and we never see Spider-Man being aggressive besides shooting extra water at Sandman. And yelling at his uh, landlord all over again. Like, the thing that's supposed to turn him away from Venom is that Spider-Man gets, like, 
incredibly close to just murdering normal like everyday thugs. Mm-hmm. But like we never see that. Like I think the like the pictures we end up seeing are supposed to be like showing, oh, look how fucking evil Spider-Man is by lifting up two motorcycles or it's just, I, he's supposed to like be on the verge of turning evil, not fucking emo and yeah. fucking air banging his fucking neighbor with his eyes over cookies and milk. Peter, are you listening? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, at one point, this movie was considered to be split into two films. No. Oh, no. I mean, it's probably better if you... I think if the movie was just Harry and Venom, it would have been fine. It probably could have even been just Sandman and Venom and still probably been fine. You could have done the Hobgoblin the next one or something if you would have had to if do you did split whole... it. You would have had to devote an entire like first act to convincing us that Sandman is scary and intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> or what you could have done and what they should have done is it should have been two movies where he is still Black Spider-Man at the end, but questioning what he has become after like doing something super evil. And then the next movie is dealing with Venom in his head. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Hayden Church revealed that he broke three knuckles during the subway scene when he swings a punch at Spider-Man but he punches a chunk of the wall uh, they were supposed to put a fake uh, Church says the effects crews told him that the, the brick in the middle was a fake while the upper and lower ones were the real ones unfortunately the foam brick was not put in place yet until Raimi yelled action so Church spun and punched the real brick on the first take ow yeah that's not quite what happened to um, Hawkeye on that one movie where he like completely blew out his shoulder doing something stupid, but still Tag. pretty bad. Tag. <laughs> uh, the first shot of Sandman forming roughly took the scene we talked about how we hate took six months to create. No. Um, but no, yeah, we just. I, the idea, the uh, like we said before, the idea of having the three villains in this movie just makes no sense. We've learned if you let me see how I say it. the newest Spider Man, they did it perfectly. They had a lot more characters in the movie than just the three villains. This one and ones prior to the new Spider Man's, it's just like, nope, we can't do more than just one villain. I mean, the one thing that works for the MCU one, though, is that all those characters are established, so you don't have to try to establish any of them. And, like, you could get away with three villains in a movie. (sighs) Now, even if they're all established, that'd be rough. It's why they could have gotten away with two villains being a... Because if you used Harry, like, at least he's established. We understand what he's doing and why he's doing it. Like, the whole scene where he just fucking goes and yeets Peter and just fucking starts that fight, that worked. That was okay. It looked, I mean, the CG for it looked terrible, but like it no. made sense in the story. Like it worked. We've continued a thread from the, f- from the previous movie. Good stuff. I mean, even the fight when like emo Spider-Man shown up and he fucking blows Harry up to me still worked. Cause like, it's still working at a thread that's previously established, but then they tried to shove all this other shit up our assholes and like our assholes can only take so much. <laughs> Can so only there, so much shit there, up my there, asshole. There is a lot of there is the thing of like the emo. Like let's just talk about emo here. 
emo spider-man what do we do how like this i think why people don't one of the main reasons they don't like this movie is that you have emo peter parker walking down the street doing the finger gun so all the women dancing in front of people and there's you know you get the looks of like oh disgusting all this and then you have him come out in a suit and then do that dance routine and go to a jazz bar with gwen stacy but it's just a one up Mary Jane, who is now the hostess waitress singer at the jazz bar, who then Peter's like, I know how to play piano all of a sudden. So let me go play piano and dance with a chair. What yeah. are we doing here? He did look very good in the suit, though. I'll give him that. It, yeah, everything else yeah. was ridiculously dumb. It's and I know music. y'all two don't agree with me, but I do think that stuff is supposed to be funny and like it could be, it could it, be, but it's not funny to me. That makes it worse. That makes it worse that you're trying to make it funny when he's when Venom is supposed to be evil, like evil incarnate type thing. Yeah, like he's supposed to be uber aggressive, not fucking shitty comedy. Well, and that's a little bit where I was going because it doesn't match the tone of the act one and three. <laughs> a little bit so it's like like i did like i enjoyed the comedy like i was there for it but i can see why that'd be annoying it's well, just i think, so... I think it, it's just coming off spider-man 2 and, and like we talked about in the last one about how spider-man 2 is known to be maybe one of the better best you know comic book movies and then you go from that to this and like there's we haven't even talked about the other plot points that go in in this movie of like Spider-Man dealing with his ego, which I guess kind of ties into Venom. Spider-Man dealing with Mary Jane. Like there's like five to seven plot points in this fucking movie. And it's just so ridiculously like convoluted and there's no depth to anything because you've shoved too much into it. But let's spend fucking 20 minutes with, fucking shitty emo spider-man dancing down the street fucking shooting finger guns i will say the scene with elizabeth banks though was fucking pretty hot the the pill joke no when he was like all up next to her and she's like oh yeah oh, when he was hitting on her peter these fucking shots are great and he's the, like i the, can shoot you the pill oh, yeah, joke was, was pretty funny the pill that, joke I, was I, pretty funny I, I popped that was that was like that was legit funny with the button and the pills yeah but like Dude, the Jonas know. line when he walked in on those two though fucking made me pop. <laughs> I forget what her name was, but I don't pay you to for that position. And I'm like, fuck, that's fucking funny. Because <laughs> like the plot, the camera the- bit was sorry, camera bit was funny. Like the when the kid sells sells him the camera, yeah, that was funny. I enjoyed that. <laughs> that's where fucking MCU gets its humor and shit like that right there. That was that's, very MCU. Uh, Raimi's uh, daughter. Nice, but it's like scam like- artist. It's like the thing of the you know plots. You have Peter being on top of the world, Peter messing up his relationship, Mary Jane's career and her uh, situation, Hobgoblin, uh, Harry's situation, uh, Sandman situation, Eddie Brock situation. For some reason, we have to follow Gwen Stacy to a uh, a photo oh, shoot. God, I forgot we had fucking. Um, like Brock wasn't actually like her boyfriend. He was like a creepy stalker who went on one coffee date. There, was... there was like a deleted scene of them breaking up. 
but um, there so far I'm at at seven right now. We have seven storylines going yeah, into Grace this. Dallas Howard, and then and then we get Willem Dafoe in this movie, and he's like CGI'd into the mirror, just like repurpose the shot you did in the last movie. But they made him like CGI. I'm like, this well, is it's weird that it looks like that because I was watching, I was watching a blooper reel of Spider Man yeah. three because I'm cool. And he, like Willem Dafoe was actually just talking into a mirror, and they were filming him talking into a mirror. But then in the real movie, it just looks all goofy and fake. It's so weird that they just like they faked it to, when it started yeah. real. Also, yeah. why is it that everything like the the one thing that's needed to trigger Harry's memories coming back was just taking a straight swig of Maker's Mark? And then, like, he touched the knife or something, and everything came back to him like instantly. I don't know. Uh, This film is considered to be the Star Wars Episode 3 Revenge of the Sixth and X Men Last Stand of the Spider Man trilogy. As the film follows, Revenge of the Sith is a good movie. Yeah, who's calling this Revenge of the Sith? This is what it is. Hang on. Who who wrote that? First of all, give me a name and a street address. If this is anything, this is fucking. Whatever Can I finish? Rise of this? No, this has made us angry. Oh okay, no, well, no, this is like that's the popular opinion. But like, Ricky, are you with me that episode two is actually kind of cool? I like Clone Wars. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're good. As Loki, it follows, they're memey. I fucking love the the prequels. Yeah. As it follows Peter Parker, Spider Man, as he succumbs to the darker side when the symbiote. Uh, takes over and hit on takes over him. The Revenge of the Sith is about Anakin turning the dark side and becoming Darth Vader. Last Stand is about Jean Grey succumbing to the darker side and becoming Phoenix. So it's just succumbing to the dark side. That's the nothing to do with the that is like no, a super bad like above the planet type view of all of those stories. <laughs> like that's like taking the basic, like the most basic understanding of those films. On the uh, on the bright side, this you, you is just called X Men Three a film. <laughs> uh, I mean, the... technically, it was shot on fucking film and shown in a theater. <laughs> on the bright side, this is the only movie that doesn't have a building on fire. Oh yeah, he doesn't save and or allow someone to die in a burning building this time. Hmm. We find we we get a real Stan Lee cameo. Because the other two is just him doing to quickly pull, grab someone from a falling. Uh, it almost makes falling. me sad seeing those, though, considering what happened to him later in life, where he yeah. lost all control and people were just shoving him in front of cameras and telling him to do a line, met old man. It was grim. Good stuff, Disney. Good, good stuff. Granted, uh, fucking Walt Disney's head somewhere under that fucking compound, <laughs> so it's not like they care about the old people. Honestly, I'm surprised they haven't done their shitty like death mask shit and put him in the new MCU stuff still. And just yeah, CG'd him in. They fucking they don't care about that shit. Why why wouldn't they keep doing it? Yeah, they were happy to parade Leia's corpse around. <laughs> um, Moff Tarkin. Yeah. The, yeah. the the latex black suit was uh, a latex black suit was made for Toby McGuire. Due to the original suit looking too much like a BDSM gimp suit, so they Fucking ended up just replacing hot. it with a red and blue in this covering with black. Um, as Keith said, before this is the Spider-Man trilogy is 
basically turned into the basis of almost all the facial memes because of all the crying and the the good. I pop. can't believe looking like we have hindsight on our advantage now, but like mm-hmm. Tobey Maguire is just like not a pretty man. <laughs> And like his performance as Spider Man is just so wacky and like just unbelievable. To be fair though, after all the movies, it's probably not his fault because there's a lot of Raimi in there just like making weird choices with yeah. how things are done. I mean, I still think like Spider Man 2 is probably like the second, my second favorite Spider Man. I mean, it's fucking, but I mean, that's not, that has nothing to do with Tobey Maguire, though. That's all fucking yeah. Doc Ock. Yeah, the Eaton Vulture always takes it for me. That's my favorite. Um, uh, where we go here? Um, yeah, it's, I was wondering watching these movies again if there was going to be something if they went on with the future if they did this movie of like wh- why is there giving hope to the neighbor's daughter across the street with Peter you know like Dude, fucking Ursula was great she should have fucking Mary Jane should dump Peter and then Ursula should make Peter Parker a better man she is just a fucking nice lady who just wants a nice life with the person she thinks is pretty but I mean it's not like she mm-hmm. looks at her father all day, so like fucking anyone could be pretty comparative to that. At least yeah. I hope it's her father. Yeah, it is. Um, this film's visually effects designer created a miniature uh, of the skyscraper scene uh, instead of using CGI to save costs and time uh, so the damage done could look more realistic than a CGI. Um what else do we have uh, there was so I mentioned there was going to be a 4, 5, and 6 and I guess there was could have been at the time a uh, Venom spinoff but with fucking again, Grace no <laughs> yes yes <laughs> Um, it'd be weird no. not to spit it off with Topher Grace well he blew up remember oh right so he's gone. But technically that means they killed Venom. Would they just be like, oh no, like a fucking like centimeter part of it? Yeah. There's no way they killed Venom. No, no. It's like what they're doing with the new one of he's in the MCU somehow now all of a sudden because he loves a little splat of him and it's fucking Venom cummed on the yeah. fucking bar and yeah. so it gets to just exist now. Yep. That's the plan. I think. Um, Except then it's not Venom anymore, right? That becomes like one of the multiple like fucking children of Venom, like how we got Carnage and all that bullshit. Yeah, it could be. God, that movie fucking sucked. Hmm. Um, what else was I going to say about how bad this movie is? Just not in the fun way. Like I don't worry, I was I was on the Keith board for a while. I was like, all right, I mean, watch this movie and it should be fun. And then so like the ending, so. The ending to me is slightly reminiscent of the Spider-Man animated show because when Peter has Venom, it, he goes to the bell tower and that's how he loses Venom, gets him off him in the... In the um, I think that's just like classic Spider-Man. I think that's just yeah, like yeah. using like the canon. Yeah. 
And then we get the final battle, and it's two on one until uh, Alfred tells uh, Harry about you know you know your Holy dad didn't fuck. die. That scene fucking sucked. You, your dad didn't die because of Spider Man. It was self in, uh, inflicted runes. You know how you've glider. been on like this murderous rampage, and like you've turned into a terrible person to want to kill your friends. I've known all along that your dad really killed himself with his own thing. And I just haven't told you till this exact moment in this story. You could have so, like, told you can go help ago. everyone now. Yeah. It was a yeah, five years kind of washed over me. I like, I cared so little. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's such fucking shitty, poor writing. It's so <laughs> fucking bad. There, yeah, it was, it, they no. could have done it. They could have done it differently, just because of the fact that it's just that simple. It's the simplicity of, hey, by the way, your friend who you think killed your father, he really didn't do it. And then he goes, oh, okay, I'll go save, help him. And then we get like the scene of two on one, and it's two on two. They're fighting at the scene, uh, at the uh, building site, and you know, like, hey, I need help. Like, I'm a little busy here. You know, like they're doing like the rad tad of teaming together and we have mary jane stuck in a taxi cab above spider in spider webs all over again just like well she's just gonna damsel in distress for the third straight movie here hey at least she threw a cinder block this time before she fucking fell through the air again they reused all her screams from the first two movies to have her scream in this one. Just the first two movies recombined into a new movie, like writing wise. Like there was like nothing in this that was like new or interesting. But for some reason, we also gave an hour and a half to fucking Peter and Mary Jane's like relationship status. Because what what bothered me and the so we get the final fight scene. You know, it goes for a while. Um, Harry gets stabbed by Venom. Venom blows up and Eddie goes with them. So we get that. Then we get the funeral scene. I'm like, end it like you did one. End it at the funeral. We're good. And then we get another like 10 minute scene of, uh, you know, MJ and Peter reconcile, like, and like getting back together. And it's like, just, just stop. Just, you, you could have stopped it at the funeral and just do it all over again. Well, especially if you're like planning to make extra movies, like you could have just, I mean, I wouldn't have wanted you to continue the fucking storyline of their fucking relationship because holy shit, I was fucking tired of it by the time this movie was over. But if you're making more, just fucking wait till the next one. Don't fucking ham fist it in. Although, I, I mean, look at all the other movies. He loved fucking ham fisting shit in at the end of the movies for some reason. I will say for Dunst, she... She was bad, but she wasn't as bad as the other two, in my opinion. Yeah, depth. Something stuff happened. A little bit of depth. Kind of. Kind, kind of. One and two. I mean, I'll, yeah, I'll, but I mean, it doesn't sure. take more to be than the paper yeah. thin of one and two. Yeah. For sure, one, but, you know, two, yes. Ish. But she also, like, just came across as super, like, shallow and shitty through most of the movie. Because mm-hmm. it's like, Oh, shit's going really bad for me, and I hate the fact that it's going really well for Peter, and that upsets me. Yes. Yeah. It's like, what? Like, you're upset that your partner is doing well? 
Like, it's unfortunate that something went poorly for you, but you're mad that something's going well for your partner in he, return. And, and he's trying to be like the good boyfriend by like, hey, people write bad stuff about Spider-Man all the time. You just have to shrug it off. It's different. It's like, because Although, she can't <laughs> sing beyond the first row of her performance. I think Peter slipped into kind of brat mode at that point, though, because he was like, she was like, yeah, no, you're talking about you. You're not talking about me. Like he would, he was just supposed to listen right there. Yeah, there's definitely that. Like that was definitely the situation where like you don't, not everything has to become about you in a conversation. Yeah. Like you're just supposed to listen and like hear what that person is feeling. Yeah. It was definitely very much like dude trying to fix the situation instead of just like being empathetic type problem <laughs> that so many men have. Keith. And you don't have to solve every problem that your partner brings to you. You can sometimes just be like, that sucks and I am sorry. And if you need anything from me, I'm here to help you. That's all you got to do sometimes. Damn. Fake movie mm. experts dropping knowledge right here. <laughs> um, no. There's no, uh, no more fucking facts about this movie. I don't fucking believe it. Uh, so the, uh, there were many scenes that were shot before the never released that were never released on the DVD, including a montage of Peter in the uh, black suit tracking down tracking down criminals and leaving them strung up. Tons of character building moments, a confrontation between Captain Stacy and Eddie Brock, and uh, uh, Peter freaking out after he looks himself in the mirror. And sees a nightmarish version of the Venom symbiote screaming at him. Glad all that got left out in place of fucking an hour and a half of fucking relationship building. Or just Sandman storyline. Yeah, we need more Sandman is what we needed. We need more rip and toast. Bread in half and stuff. <laughs> um... Or for there's some reason being a gigantic fucking truckload of sand in the middle of New York. Yeah. Um. Originally, Raimi uh was opposed to having Venom in uh in this as a villain because claiming he hated Venom's lack of humanity, but Marvel producer convinced him to include the character, explaining that Venom had a strong worldwide following. Um. It's the whole point of Venom that he doesn't have humanity. He's fucking evil incarnate. That's the whole fucking point. It's supposed to make you grip with your own humanity for not giving in to Venom. You fucking idiot, Raimi. You fucking piece of shit. You're bad. Uh, however, to keep Venom's appearance a secret, he claimed during the film, the film's casting and production that he hated the character and had no intention of putting him in the film just to try to hide it. Uh, to make amends, he then treated the audience of the Co San Diego Comic-Con in 06 with the first public image of Venom in the film, uh, however, with unfinished special effects. So like, here you go, guys. Every time someone says Venom now, that the only thing that pops into their head is Venom. 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 No, just me? Okay. No, I do. We, you know, that sounds again, not that good. Again, we were supposed <laughs> no, to... No, it's maybe... not, but that bit just fucking sticks in my head anytime I hear Venom. And our, we should have, we could have almost had um, Dr. Kurt Connors as the lizard. He was going to be the main villain in this movie. But they went with the other no one. No more lizard talk. <laughs> I'm just saying, hey, just letting you know, dude. It's so There's weird all these lizard that he rumors. has been in this fucking, like, 
So he's been in two of the movies to lead up to like they were building him as like almost the biggest of bads. When he like fucking the man lizard character is like a C maybe rated fucking villain. Well, here's another one for in earlier scripts. The lizard and Electro <laughs> were planned to be the main antagonists of this film rather than Venom and Sandman. So the amazing Spider-Man then? Correct. The fucking movie that bombed like a motherfucker. Yep. Keith. <laughs> go. No, you go. Oh, go. Okay, I'm going. So you gotta tell me what to go with. The Ebert bit or yeah. some more. You got right. one thing you bring to the show, and you know. Oh. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, also man. brings his really bad jokes that we then go quiet for. I personally love that bit. Yo, experts out there eat that shit up. They're so stupid. They think that's hilarious. <laughs> it's like it's fucking dangly. multiple like a... threads on Reddit that just fucking love that shit. Yeah. It's like dangling keys in front of a toddler. <laughs> I don't think you understand how toddlers work. Yeah, they love keys. All right. A very Remind me never to let you babysit my children. Keys and knives, lighters, <laughs> like broken lighters, they, they spark. Yeah. Anyways, um, a very uh, Roger Ebert had to watch this movie himself. It's probably what gave him the cancer. Yeah. <laughs> it was tragically. Yeah, I went to the doctor afterwards and got bad news. No, that, was a, that, uh, was, that joke was in poor taste. I apologize for that one. That was bad. <laughs> yeah. So, um. Two out of four stars, but he rails it. It's pretty funny. I uh, Let's see. The paragraph I chose. The great feeling of Spider-Man 3 is that it failed to distract me from what a sap Peter Parker is. It lingers Fucking so long. What a over... vicious line. <laughs> yeah. It lingers so long over the dopey romance between Peter and the long-suffering Mary Jane that I found myself asking the question, could a whole movie be made about the relationship between these two 20-somethings be made? <laughs> and my answer was no. Because today's audience would never accept a hero so clueless and a heroine so docile. <laughs> I like describing Mary Jane as docile. I mean, that's how they portrayed her. Dude, fucking, this is one of the best Ebert takes yeah. ever. He's fucking nailing it. And it isn't uh, a little unusual to propose marriage after sharing only one kiss and one in the previous movie and upside down, question mark. I mean, to be fair, I feel like they've probably been fucking railing for a while now, Ebert, but still. I, I, I like the idea that they haven't. <laughs> fucking just wait until marriage yeah. or it's like they have some like weird like cartoon relationship where they just like don't see each other <laughs> i mean technically he is about to propose without ever having lived with someone which yeah another relationship advice never fucking do that <laughs> live with someone before you get married for all you know they masturbate to fucking keith or something i don't know yeah. Keith, what's the budget? According to this Roger Ebert review, it was uh, one quarter of a million dollars. Or, yeah, one quarter of a million dollars. Fucking low ass budget. One quarter of a billion dollars. (laughs) And that's in 2005 to seven. Like, that's got to be like half a billion at this point with inflation. Yeah, nobody was seeing it, but I was doing the pinky to the mouth thing there when I said that. One billion dollars. You don't reference better podcasts in the podcast we're in. Who's 
out there referencing Austin Powers. That's a good joke. <laughs> what the world needs now. We bring God, back Joe yeah, was baby. so mad about that for so long. God, I still loved it. Uh, the budget was two hundred fifty-eight. Fucking ignoring us. Two hundred fifty-eight million. Yeah, baby. The movie had the best <laughs> per theater average of thirty-four thousand dollars among uh, ever among wide releases. The film's IMAX screening reached twenty what? million in thirty days, faster than any of the two D films remastered in that format. Gross domestically three hundred thirty six million, internationally five hundred fifty eight million, worldwide eight hundred ninety four million. They which won't learn is, if we keep watching these. <laughs> which is the same amount than that one got. It's surprising that they didn't keep making them, considering how much money it made. Like, yeah. they fucking keep making Transformer movies, even though those things are piles of shit because they keep making money. Although, I guess maybe fucking theaters or theaters, fucking production offices had higher standards in 2007. Because and they must have listened to like the cultural impact of it. Because I like immediately it was made fun of. Oh, I mean, it, it was shat on consistently yeah. when it got made. But, but like, still, Transform- like, if like Transformers made- always just like vanish, just go, just like they show up and go away, and make <laughs> fucking yeah hundreds of millions every time. So let's go to the box office for May fourth through the sixth of two thousand seven. This will be okay. Coming in number ten in its fifth week with one point seven million. Are we done yet? Oh, that's a <laughs> sequel of that right. fuck. We could do that. Those are, there's two movie? of those. Yeah. Nice. Coming so in number... on a road trip with the kids? No, this is when they're painting, they're building the house. Oh, uh, right. That are we done yet? Are we there yet? Is, is the, the road trip. Road trip. Yep. <laughs> number Weird nine. Fucking career arc for fucking Ice Cube. Millions, baby. Number nine in its third week with two million hot fuzz. Huh. I am two for two at this point. Oh, yeah. no, number eight in its sixth week with 2.4 million blades of glory. I am three for three. I like Blades of Glory. Yeah, it was of good. Of course, we do. Uh, number seven and sixth week with 2.6 million. Meet the Robinsons. Is that like... Uh, that's an animated one I've never seen. Yeah. Uh, number six in its first week with 2.7 million. Lucky You. I think it's a Lindsay it Lohan movie. Oh, no. Eric Bana. Eric Bana and uh, Drew Barrymore. Uh, number five in its uh, second week with 2.8 million. Next, it's a Nick Cage movie when you can see we're like 10 seconds into the future or 30 seconds into the future. I'm pretty sure I've seen that movie. Uh, it number four, good. it's okay. <laughs> it's him and uh, Jessica Beale. Uh, number four and his weird hair. Uh, number four in its second week uh, with 3.6 million. The Invisible. I'm thinking of Kevin Bacon. Um, no, that's that's Hollow Man. Yeah, the Invisible is about the kid that gets killed and then follows his friends as a ghost or something to make amends (laughs) or try to get his attackers. I don't know. Fucking, I don't know that movie at all. Oh, I I know what it is. It's the kid. It's I know. I never seen it i remember it but it's the kid that played goku in the uh dragon ball evolution movie Wait, is this so, the oh i'm sorry they, my... what what are you talking about joe they've never made a live action 
Well, they did. What, Keith? Is this the I played catch with my dead brother last night? Movie? No, that's no, the that's Charlie the radio one. movie. <laughs> no, a radio. No, that is. <laughs> that's like the one with his dad. That that's frequency. is frequency. Yeah, that's a good movie. You're I like think... that movie. Keith is thinking the Zac Efron movie that he's playing. Wow, what movie is that? I... Talking about okay, uh, Field you, of Dreams. If you could have a ghost around you, just reading Spider-Man three lines, just all the time. Pizza time. Do, do I get anything good out of it? Or no, what about um, the ghost was always behind you doing the dance? There was always this like apparition just behind you, just, just doing shooting the finger, finger guns, you, fucking people, you're, and I walk down the street. Keith, you're, you're. I think you're thinking of the. Is it the lucky one? No, Charlie St. Cloud. Yep, Charlie yep, St. Cloud. It's that one. That, that, dude, that came out in 2012. Uh, number three in its third week with 3.4 million. Fracture. Jim Cavaziel. Yep, Dustin Hoff. Uh, uh, not Hoffman. No. It's a ghost movie. Oh, no, McConaughey, right? No, it's, no. Oh, it's Anthony Hopkins and Ryan Gosling. Oh, never mind. I was way off. Uh, number two in its fourth week with 5.8 million, Disturbia, Shia LaBeouf. Ooh, I like that movie. And that means yeah. coming in at number one in its first week with $151 million, Spider-Man 3. The ratings, IMDb gives us surprisingly a 6.3 out of 10. Ron nice. Tomato, all critics gave this a 63. Top critics a 52. Audience, almost fresh. <laughs> a 51. Which was kind of surprising, you know. I wonder it's those things of if Ron Tomato was around when it came out, this would be like three, eight, you know, or something like that. Wow, Spider Man 3 is actually on Netflix. How about that? Yeah. Plus Disney Plus. But before we glaze them, we're going to be ranking them, whereas we'll be ranking oh, the Toby. The, Toby. the uh, uh, so much. Know, There's so many the, Tobys. The Toby, the Spidey, the Baddie villain and movie which story i think i know where three is gonna go so i put it in that spot in the in the rankings but let's start off with the toby as we have from the first one uh ricky uh him crying keith uh catching the him catching the food myself yeah. that's not my problem number two uh uh is toby eating the hot dog uh, and ricky is uh him eating dumpster oh, and yeah. Keith is it's the train meme. Oh, the classic. So for me, the Toby is for me, it's the catch you later punk, and then he farts in Eddie Brock's <laughs> face. Uh mine's gonna be when he sits in uh Jameson's chair and then eats some of his candy with his feet on the desk like a douchebag. But is but it oddly attracts the uh secretary. Not watching eating JJ stuff. Eating J. <laughs> watching JJ from his chair <laughs> many menacingly. Keith, jazz piano. It was classic. No, jazz piano. Loved it. I, mean, I feel like Joe and I intentionally. You know what? You know what? I lied. I'm sorry. My my Spidey will be the catcher layer since he was Spidey then. Um, my Toby. Well, yeah, I'll be my Toby be hitting on uh, hitting on the banks. Hitting on part was fucking so shoot you. <laughs> I could shoot you. She fucking just like creamed her pants when he said that. 
so uh, <laughs> for the Spidey, uh, again, for the first movie, Keith is catching food. Yep. Ricky's is uh, Spider-Man's backflip to avoid death. Mine is webbing Uncle Ben in heaven. Number two, uh, in the second movie, uh, Ricky, it's twists under the car uh, in the sequence of flying. Mine and, mine and Keith's are pizza time. Then for me, for the third one, it's catch you later, punk, and then farts. It's like not really great spy. I no, guess when he, sucked. when he puts all the pipes and for some reason they turn into fucking like tuning forks to so, wreck venom. So wrecks venom. Got it. The train, yes. the train fight. That's mine. Spider-Man kind of sucked in this movie. Now that like we bring up the award for it. Yeah. All just, right. Like, yeah. Hang emoli from buildings a lot in this movie. Where were you going to put the baddie? Uh, we have Doc <laughs> Ock at one. Green Goblin at two. Where do we put the Sand Gob? They're worse. Um, they're the worst. I it's think... crazy that Venom is going to be yeah. the worst bad guy, but like they're worse. They're the worst. I don't even count Venom as being in it. He, well, he's in it, Keith. Yeah. I mean, that's he's, Sandman's he... definitely. If you just count Sandman and Hobgoblin, yeah, they're still, still. the worst. You have to put uh, Topher Grace with the suit on. As the villain. Yeah. And for well, some reason, they, it gave Topher they, Grace fucking fangs. Because he has spidey senses. Maybe it wasn't Venom. They never said it was Venom. But under the name, it says Venom there, buddy. <laughs> oh, uh, then for Venom, movie, Venom. we have Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 1. I assume, well, I know we're putting Spider-Man 3, but I will ask where are we going to put Spider-Man 3? It'll be a cold day in hell if I ever watch this movie again. I'll watch this Keep. long before 1. A crazy take. Well, I would. I'm not gonna watch three or I'll never watch three or one again, but I'll watch. I would, I would watch three over one any day, but I'm still gonna put it down and dead last. This isn't this is the spot where you can do that ranking. (laughs) You literally just said the ranking, yeah. So it's two, one, three. So you were with me, (laughs) (laughs) but he refuses to go with you. Betrayed me, you said it out loud and then just went opposite. I'm just Dark. saying. This guy's <laughs> Venom. He's got Venom over here. Keith's beliefs are with democracy. <laughs> <laughs> to the Republic. Keith's, yeah, fucking Keith's rebel scum. So let's go to Blazing Some Stars. Come on, baby. Let's glaze those stars. Come on, baby. Let's glaze those stars. No one could see that I was twisting as I sang that song. I just realized. So there was no reason for me to twist as I sang. But no, I did good. it. I did it. Proud. Um, Keith, what do you give uh, Spider-Man 3? Okay. What did I give one and what did I give two? This is really important. You gave one, two, and you gave two, three and a quarter. Two stars. You're a crazy man. Mainly just because you just ranked it the same as you ranked Spider-Man 1. And that's just, that's crazy. Too many. Well, I, I really didn't like Spider-Man 1. That's my takeaway from this series. <laughs> I, I knew this was going to be bad. Uh, I also gave it two stars, but I also gave Spider-Man three and a half. So it's a steady drop for me. <laughs> Make it a three-way. 
as I give it a two. Because, like, it's not so bad to where, like, it's not a movie. And I feel like below a two, like, at that point, you're not a movie. Mm-hmm. Or you're just, like, abysmal. And, like, this is still a movie. It's just boring. And there was, like, three or four moments where I, like, laughed real hard. I mean, there is a handful of, like, enjoyable moments. Like, my moments of enjoyment aren't your moments of enjoyment. Yeah. But, like, we've all had moment. We all had moments in this movie where, like, oh, it's not total dog shit. It's just mostly dog shit. Well, disappointed Joe went full coward on his results, though. <laughs> so, uh, Rick, what are we at with the Spider-Man <laughs> franchise? So that brings Spider-Man 3 in at a flat two stars, funnily enough. And we'll bring the Spider-Man franchise in at a 2.78. Meaning Not it bad. is our fifth highest rated franchise of 2023. Uh, it does not get on any boards overall. And we continue to only have one franchise above three stars so far in 2023. Yikes. We are really abusing ourselves this year. Yeah, we so, got to pick uh, some, like, we got to pick, like, a low-hanging fruit, just winner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, pre-glazing here, folks. Uh, last, for Spider-Man 3, Rick, you went one and a half. Uh, so it went up. I gave it a three. Wow, well, Keith. Calling me a Judas while he went four and a half. <laughs> oh, that's right. Keith is like, I'm gonna love this movie. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> All My right, review Gray. honestly was not objective today. <laughs> <laughs> you tried so, like, and you failed. You, you bloated your right star rating to a two just to try and save face. No, I legit did like it more than one. But you're the you're you're the Judas. <laughs> Judas, Judas. All right, so this brings an end to the Raimi Spider-Man as there's still multiple Spider-Man franchises out there, which we'll probably do down the line. So this brings an end to that. So we're moving on. So, Rick, you get to pick what franchise, how many movies, and can people find it somewhere or what? All right, boys. I, we've been doing this show a lot longer than I realize. And I've always been the one to just pepper in some twos, maybe a three here or there to try and get us through. Keep us pushing. But it's summertime, boys. We need a summertime blockbuster franchise to really nail summertime. So I'm picking my first long franchise. So, gentlemen, this mission, if you choose to accept it, and this note will self-destruct after finishing, we're doing Mission Impossible. Um, I've never seen any of them besides two. <laughs> no, you have your, I had my weird, I'd only seen Terminator 3. Yeah. You've only seen Mission Impossible 2, which is yes. fucking insane. That's cool. You've, that, seen, you've seen the Limp Biscuit one. I've seen the Limp Biscuit <laughs> one at Ricky's house. You've seen fucking John Woo and his fucking doves while cho- jumping off of speeder bikes. Joe, you're like a, you're like a classic action movie series guy. This is like... Yeah. Although, I remember, I remember playing the Mission Impossible video game. That's all I got for the first ooh, one. That sucked. <laughs> yeah, the only fun one was the being the waiter scene level. Yep. That was it. All right this this movie series does a reverse bell curve. Oh, I've heard, I've heard. <laughs> so I, I, I'm pretty. I won't lie, I'm pretty excited for that because I've been like, with the new one coming out, I'm like, I kind of want to maybe, you know watch them all so I can maybe get in the hype mode that everybody is. Plus seeing Tom Cruise just be, you know, 
the movie star that he is currently doing this yeah. new one. So he he does something special in every single one. Yeah, this is the yeah. franchise where he establishes himself where he's like, I do all my own uh, stunts and he's just doing batshit shit like <laughs> hanging off of a plane. Yeah. So red, green. I, I always forget, yeah. but we're not forgetting now because I wrote it down. Preglaze for Mission Impossible. One. You're giving a one? No, I know. No, no, I mean, Mission I know, Impossible I know. one. Mission Impossible like one. A... And it's a classic. I'm going to go three and a half. I'm going to do four and a half. Oh, wow. You think it's like. It set a lot of precedents. Um, I'm going to start low and I'm just going to start with a three. Just, to, you know, dip, dip my toes in the water. And I believe I'm... all these are on Paramount Plus. Yeah, right? all Paramount so... Plus. I'm excited for Joe to watch the opening to one just because of like how epic it is. The fish tank scene. Oh, <laughs> the helicopter, the gum. Oh, dude, I forgot about the helicopter. Fuck, I think I might have underrated it. One That's is like, a fucking banger. I've, I've so not okay. We're gonna do it during the episode. We're gonna, I watched the helicopter it. scene recently. Holds up. <laughs> I mean, it has one of the most iconic spy moments in like cinema I, I, history I, too. Like I can say I know the the scene. Like that's the only thing I know because yeah, him everywhere. hanging from the ceiling scene is like one of the yeah, most iconic yeah. like spy oh, scenes like in spoofed. cinema history. Yeah. Yeah, so so I'm excited. Um, so next there's week like here, ten of these motherfuckers. <laughs> there's there's seven. Okay, but this seven. is the first no, time yeah. I've ever picked like an extended nice. series. No, that's cool. Plus, this is like the Bizarro Fast and Furious, Keith. Like it gets better as it goes. No, it gets, it gets bad for a while. <laughs> well, like two, three, kind of Ghost Protocol, <laughs> but then like Rogue Nation, like we just fucking start yeah. skyrocketing. So starting here next week, we're starting the Mission Impossible franchise. As we started off with the first one, Mission Impossible. We have a category we... called the Tommy. Oh fuck yeah, we do. I'm gonna put it down now. But <laughs> what you guys can put down is going to NoSellEntertainment.com. That's right, NoSellEntertainment.com. We can find all the things that we do for you. You can find us on the social medias at Facebook, Twitter, and the Instagram at NoSellEntertainment or NoSellENT. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. 